friends, welcome to the final episode of Follow-Up Fridays. This is it. We did it. We're on the final step. You've created your art, you've brought your dream to reality, and you've even shipped it and released it out into the world. Today's episode deals with being consistent and confident. Two words that are perfectly married to each other, each needing the support of the other to continue to do what you love. Where are you in your journey right now? Are you excited about building something? Are you practicing that craft? Are you learning how it works? Are you getting better? Are you getting inspired? Have you created the art? Is it just sitting there waiting to be shipped? Is it in an unfinished form? Are you scared others will judge it? Have you released it and nothing's happening? Crickets, oh dear, obscurity. I've drawn a chart called the musical flywheel but you can use it for almost any creative endeavor. The first part of the flywheel is accumulating knowledge and inspiration. That's the engine that drives the flywheel. From there, we must practice our craft over and over again. Once we can practice our craft, we turn it into art. And once we've created art, we ship it and release it to the world. And it brings us back to step one, accumulating more knowledge and inspiration. There is a lot of noise out there these days. Things are competing for our attention and nothing is more precious than our time and attention. Think about the things that you love and you discover. What is it about them that keep drawing you back? Think about the art you're putting out and how others are perceiving it. What's bringing them back? How are you creating a journey for us to follow you, to want to see what you do next? At times it can seem downright overwhelming. And some of you are probably thinking, I just want to create the art. I really don't want to release it. And that is so fine. If you're sitting in your art room, writing music, writing a book, writing poetry, and you're feeling great, you're doing something well for your life. But what's the harm in digging deeper into the business of what it is you've created? Is there something wrong with making a living, doing what you love? I know so many people nowadays aren't just in it for the money. I know countless people in my life that were working really high-level jobs, getting great six-figure pay, and they weren't happy. They didn't like what they were doing with their time. They didn't like how they were spending their days or who they were spending it with. Almost every one of them I've talked to has an art or a project that they would rather be doing with their time, but most of them are too scared to take a chance. There's a lot of ways we can mitigate the risk of moving forward as an artist, one of which is just staying consistent in a way that we can manage. A key here is to aim for a smaller audience. And in Kevin Kelly's great blog, originally written in 2008, called 1000 True Fans, he perfectly outlines a procedure any of us could use to build up a loyal, dedicated, and supportive audience. One that we could eventually depend on to help us create more art. The core of Kevin's concept is based on the idea of a superfan. Someone who will drive 200 miles to watch you perform who can't wait for the next project you're going to release because it brings so much joy into their life. These people are in alignment with your art. You don't even have to try to please them because it just works. If you're making yourself happy as an artist, if you truly enjoy what you love and you put that out into the world, others will find you. You know, we understand that being a creator is so challenging. There's so many doubts and so many obstacles that are placed in front of us to continue to do the work. Stephen Pressfield's amazing book, The War of Art, clearly illustrates something that he refers to as the resistance or resistance with a capital R. 
I can't recommend that book enough. It's a quick read and every page is full of shocking revelations on why we're stumped and why we don't want to continue to put our art out. There are so many excuses that pop up, but at the end of the day, it's just supposed to be fun. Something that we just do because we love it. Let's get the resistance out of the way and continue to make that art. It makes us happy. And if that's the only reason we're doing it, then that is the best reason of all. Feeling doubt and fear towards our creativity is so normal. Everybody experiences it. I know that others are struggling, just like I am. It's not uncommon for me to think my music sucks or that everything I'm recording or working on is just not up to par, but it's partly what drives me to continue to improve as an artist. I'm always seeking the next level. I find inspiration in the other artists that I really look up to. I see them putting out their art and it makes me want to experience that for myself. Usually when I'm running out of ideas, I'll listen to a podcast or read a book or go on YouTube and watch an inspiring video, try to remind myself why I'm doing what I'm doing, and look for a spark. As soon as the spark is lit, I'm off. Grab that guitar and start writing. What's stopping you? Put your pen to paper, get those lyrics out. Draw that design you wanted to put for your new business. Make the poem. Write the book. One of my favorite stories involves John Grisham. You probably know his work quite well. His second novel, The Firm, was received with wide acclaim. The Firm spent 47 weeks on the New York Times bestseller list and became the best-selling novel of 1991. And since publishing his first novel, Grisham has written at least one novel a year, all of them international bestsellers. It's easy to attribute John's success to talent or a special gift that we don't possess, but let's back up a bit. Originally, John was inspired by the cases and testimonies he was hearing during his day job as a lawyer. He started writing as a hobby, getting up at 5 a.m. and writing for one hour every morning before work. After three years, Grisham completed his first novel, A Time to Kill. Initially rejected by many publishers, it was eventually bought by Winwood Press and they printed 5,000 copies and published it in June 1989. There are so many stories like this. Failing forward. Did John know that he was going to become a top-selling author, or did it even matter? No, he just wanted to write a book. He was inspired. He put the pen to paper. One hour a day, three years later, a book emerged. Anyone could do that. For music, we have so many hats to wear. Practicing our instruments, learning the musical theory and the language that goes behind it, Sometimes it feels like there's just not enough time left over to be creative. One of the rules of thumb that I always believe in is as soon as creativity hits, I drop everything else and I follow the thread. I take it as far as it can go. If it's truly good, I'll stay on it for days, weeks, even months. Nothing feels more exciting than writing your own music or creating your own art. It's yours. No one's ever done it. Even if it feels derivative to you, I guarantee you it's going to have your own personal stamp written all over it. You know, as Mojo said in our season finale, we all have something unique to offer the world. We just have to believe in ourselves. I know you can do it. I know it's inside you and that's why you're listening to this podcast. You know, there's going to be days where you doubt what you're working on for sure. And you're going to want to put it down and not come back. And that's okay. But you've got to do the work. You've got to get over the resistance. And remember, when things are particularly difficult... You can always pause or stop. No one is making you do this. It's a privilege. 
A simple perspective shift on how you word this can go a long way to changing your mindset. You get to work on it. You get to show up consistently. And you get to experience all the ups and all the downs. It's your life. It's your art. Thank you once again for taking the time to spend with myself and Mojo and all of our guests on the first season of Everybody Speaks Music. We'll be back on Tuesday, January the 4th with the first episode of season two. Please join us then. Stay safe and have a great holiday season. And don't forget, and don't forget, and don't forget, everybody speaks music. I have a good deal Who's your favorite band? Fresh Hand. What? Fresh Hand.